startup failures, successes, and learning from all over the world. Welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. It's great to have you here today. I'm going to tackle a problem that I think is sort of challenging every startup founder, at least in the beginning. And the topic today is how do I set up my management team and manage my company's organization? Over the past three years of running a startup, we have made a lot of mistakes uh, in, in this area, especially as first time beginners. But now after reading several books about this topic and also challenging and actually experimenting with different forms in our business, I came to a conclusion that no matter what kind of enterprise that you have or what kind of startup company that you try to set up, there are five key roles that you need to define. And it can also be four roles in the beginning, but there are five key roles overall. And I would like to tackle them one-on-one and also quickly talk about culture and vision towards the end of this episode. So the five key roles are one person who's responsible for sales and marketing, one for operations. This is usually also including the CTO at the tech startups, one tackling finance and admin stuff, and one person who owns or operates the integration or as integrator, also called CEO usually. And then also one person who's responsible for vision called the visionary, From my perspective or understanding, that's usually the chairman of the board. And these five key roles that every company and every startup should have are split among the management team. So there's one person and exactly and only one person responsible for this specific area. So for example, let's see uh, Paul, he's responsible for sales and marketing, that means His key job is to think and challenge the whole day, how do we get clients, how do we get more clients, and what sort of channels, activities, strategies do we use to actually acquire new clients for our company. That's it, that's his job. He's fully responsible for this area. No one else um, is responsible for that area, only Paul. Now the operations, as I said, that usually also includes the CTO. Um, that person is responsible for actually delivering the product that the company produces. So in our in our case, that was an application where um, the users were allowed to train at different gyms uh, over the whole country. And this role is sort of the CTO's role because our core product is an application that these people use. So that's our product. And the operations person is fully responsible for ensuring that the product is delivered at the right time in the right quality and that the customer is happy and their expectations are met or even better um, more than satisfied and these people who are responsible for operations are for example also responsible for generating referrals so that you win more new clients through your existing clients then the third person is responsible for finance and admin That means managing all the money that's coming in and that's going out of your company. So managing all the bills that you need to pay and ensuring that they are actually also paid on time. 
but at the same time also making sure that you are sending out the bills pretty fast after you close the deal and ensuring that the bills that you send out are actually also being paid. And with the finance part also comes the whole admin part. That's the same person responsible there. So depending where you have your company incorporated or where you're based location-wise, um, there are also several um, legal or administrative uh, tasks that you have to tackle, like paying the VAT tax or managing the salaries and the taxes that you have to pay there and so on and so on. This person is fully responsible for that and should always be able to tell you how much money is coming in and how much money is going out. Then the integrator, as I mentioned before, also called CEO usually. This person is not responsible for a specific area, but for actually building bridges and ensuring that everyone um, is sort of working in the same direction and, as the name says, integrate the sales and marketing, the operation and the finance and admin that you have an overall whole company that's working well and that's working in the same direction. I will tackle one part here a bit later, uh, also what the role of the CEO is. And then last but not least, we have the visionary. Um, this is usually a person that generates like 10 ideas a week. Most of them are not any good, so they are completely to throw away. But maybe one of these 10 is a pretty good idea and then the integrator has to actually execute on that with his team. And from my perspective, these are pretty different people or also pretty different characters. The visionary is sort of emotion-driven, very creative, and the integrator is more rational-driven and very much the manager, like always being on time, ensuring that the tasks get done on time, and so on and so on. So from my perspective, the visionary, that should be the chairman of the board because that's on a more strategic level. What's also very important here, as I mentioned before, the integrator, the CEO, he also has an additional role, keeping the whole team together and sticking them together. Therefore, it's very important to ensure that there's a culture that you follow and also based on this culture that you can hire people for your team. So for us, uh, it's for example, we defined five core values starts with honesty that's the most important being honest and upfront with each other openness being open about new trends but also towards new people new ideas transparency being fully transparent so there are no secrets in the company and everybody has access to everything motivation meaning that you are motivated for your job and for the greater goal that this company tries to achieve but, and last but not least, also support. Very important that you support each other, that you stick to your word and actually do what you say and support each other as a whole team. And I think the integrator or the CEO's role in that regard is also to hire people based on the culture that you actually want to have at your company. So there you can basically check the people based on that. You can do that in a simple Excel spreadsheet where you say, okay, these are my five, in our case, um, culture parts that are important to me. And now I rate everybody with a plus if they are like fully aligned with this part of the culture, plus minus, sometimes yes, sometimes no. And the minus meaning that they don't really fit the culture well. And then there you have to decide how important is this to you. I suggest at least three to four of these culture aspects should be 
on the constant plus and if they are not you have to talk to the people show them where they fall short and make sure that they either change or that you have to let them go because the culture if you break it once it's very very hard to fix it and to make sure that you are actually building a great culture again that's like sort of your business card from your company is your culture because it sort of is the first impression that people get when they work with people from your company when they come to your office and this culture is very important to also attract the best talent and also important in that aspect not directly culture related but also important for the rating of your people that you might want to hire is whether they are able to do the job and have the necessary skills important note here they can actually learn it so if they don't have it you can coach them train them that they actually learn the necessary skill but also important that they want the job that they are actually in and that they have the capacity to actually also do the job meaning especially that they have enough time to do the job and don't have like two other jobs on the side then also important for your overall company is the vision long term where do you want to go and that's obviously the job of the visionary but combined with the whole team that has to be challenged and then from a management team from the management team i understand the integrated the finance and admin person the operations person the sales and marketing person you set different levels of goals you have the vision that you chase that's a long-term game five to ten years then you set annual goals what do you want to achieve this year what's important for your company what sort of milestones do you want to get done and achieve this year usually you do that over two days in a retreat where you put your whole management team offside outside of the office where you really focus on developing these things making sure that everybody's still in the right position and sort of set your annual strategic goal plan what you want to achieve but then what's also very important and here we made a huge learning curve from not having specific goals or not having any goals at all please also take one day every quarter to set quarterly goals these are like 90 day challenges and they don't exist without any reason usually people can think about a goal that you want them to achieve for about 90 days and then they either forget about it or it becomes less and less important because of the daily business catching up with them so here i think it's very important that you set clear measurable quarterly goals probably three to five goals per quarter that you want to achieve and that have a very specific outcome that you want to achieve for example we want to close more deals is an example of a bad quarterly goal but we want to close 1 million pre-tax revenue this quarter that's a very specific goal because the quarter ends for example end of September and the revenue amount in deals that you want to close pre-tax is very specific so make sure that you set the quarterly goals and also have them measurable at as specific as possible when you review them you should only be able to say yes or no whether they were done or not done no discussion nothing should arise out of these goals that's how you set them and then i think one very important thing we all have heard or even attended team meetings and most of us think that team meetings are a huge waste of time maybe they are unproductive they are not run in a very good way or we are just not happy uh, with the way that these meetings are set up so i think weekly meetings with your team 
with the management team, the five people or the four people, depending if you have a visionary or not, are super, super important to bring your team on the same page, understand what happened this week, are you still on track of your quarterly goals, and also establish a to-do list that you will check the next time to actually make sure that people get done what they say they will want, they will get done. So the meetings that we have are usually of 90 minute duration. First, you check the to-dos, you check the progress, you make sure that you are also checking your progress towards the quarterly goals that you set for your company. And you also ensure that the deliverables that people set in the last meeting were actually delivered. So first you do a quick review of all these things and then you tackle sort of what we call issue list. Uh, that was from a book inspired called Traction. You have the issue list that you tackle, meaning that first you just brainstorm and people can name whatever challenges or issues that they are having or that they see for the company. Then you list it down, afterwards you start prioritizing and then you just start solving these issues in a 60 minute time frame with your whole management team and actually think how you can solve them then split the tasks that need to be done and then solve the issues done. That gives you two things. First of all, you can be very upfront, open and honest about the challenge that you, that you have. And every company has challenges. There's no company that I've met that doesn't have a challenge. Second, you bring everybody on the same page. So you know what they are talking about, what the challenges they have in their area or what challenges you face overall with your whole company. And third, you proactively solve them with your whole team, make sure that they are solved and then document them, but then move on to the to-dos and check whether people did what they said they would do one week later. And these meetings with clear deliverables and key objectives are super efficient, don't take more than 90 minutes and really, really, really move your company so fast forward that you cannot even think about how big a change that can make if these weekly team meetings are managed properly. So that was it, the system, how I would set up a management team, what roles I would define and how to set up my company's organization with clear culture and vision guidelines and then annual quarterly goals and weekly meetings to tackle the challenges, to tackle the to-dos and ensure that you are on track to achieve what you set for your quarterly goals. Last but not least, I would like to mention one thing. Be patient. Take your time because success needs time. Even if you have a very good system or if you have a very good product whatsoever, it will take five to 10 years until you actually bring your company to success land. It will not be easy. There are no shortcuts or no sustainable shortcuts that you can take. So make sure that you invest the time that you're patient, but also disciplined and execute the stuff that I just mentioned on a regular consistent basis so that you can then have a successful company five to 10 years later. If you have any questions regarding these different ideas or key concepts that played out pretty well from my perspective, uh, for our businesses, um, hit me up. I'm happy to help or also very curious to hear about your stories, about what's working well for you so that I might even be able to add some points to this list. 
In that sense, have a great day and I hope you have some inspiration that you can take away from this podcast to actually start executing on it and make your company great. Talk to you soon and have a wonderful day. Thank you.